wrestling show. Hit it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is the wrestling show for July 29th. Find us online. Google at the KF Podcast. We'll show up on stuff and things and social media and whatever right. other things. So, so no there's just a lot show. of wrestling to talk about, so let's not bog it down with nonsensical right. ramblings. So no um, no wrestling show last week when I was away, um, but that's, I think it was last Friday when all this stuff started co- co- cooking up and going down, so you have... All the wrestling news drops on Fridays. You have, it does. <laughs> you had Vince McMahon retire at the age of 77 uh, via Twitter. Yep. Which is weird for him, but yes. Because you know he didn't actually write that. Yeah. Correct. Right off the bat, do either of you believe that this is true and, and going to last? I don't think he's going to have much choice. Yeah, me either. I feel like he's retired in the eyes of a position that's paid by WWE. I think that he is retired in the aspect of not being employed by them and, you know, the corporate grind, but to be, to think that he's not going to have any say or influence, that it's not going to happen. How can that work though? If you, if you're not in charge anymore, how can you still have that much stroke that like people, his daughter is in charge. Yeah. (laughs) His daughter and his son-in-law. So let's take it like you're the board of directors and like, you really want him out of there and then they get wind of it that like, well, Vince is still running creative. You don't think that's going to cause a problem where they're like, all right, then we want Stephanie gone and Hunter gone. They need Stephanie and Hunter there for shareholders. Mm-hmm. Peace of mind. And I think they need, I mean, I myself was really happy when I heard on Friday that Hunter's the head of talent relations. And then by Saturday, he was the head of creative again. I, uh-huh. think, I think that's a great move. And I honestly felt like, and I, this may be like a placebo effect of some sort or whatever, but I felt Monday Monday Night Raw was vastly better just with a... And it's still they're following a plan that McMahon had, but the formatting right. of the show and the general match quality of the show, I felt like it was already better <coughs> with, with, with Vince not being there because they said he, well, wasn't, they, he wasn't there. They cut out all the stupid bullshit that they do. Yeah, you didn't see any 24-7 title. It was just one thing into the next, the whole show, and it was good. Yeah. It I mean, it's still the, the creative. It's too close to SummerSlam for them to change yeah, anything they're now. they're not going to make any major change right now. All those matches they would put in, they still have to go through it. The only one Well, they, they got rid of Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, they did. And then Hunter responded to it and said something like, I hear you. Like, I kind of feel like they're going to give Seth another kind of WrestleMania mystery, someone opponent type deal. I would be surprised if he ends up leaving champion somehow. Like Austin Theory is running his mouth, and we'll see how come out. Like, all right, put the briefcase on the line then. Yeah. I don't have anything to do tonight. Yeah, we don't know. Um, but yeah, I just have a hard time believing that the guy isn't in someone's ear right now. Still, like, do you oh, I'm really sure he is. Picture Vince McMahon like after he left Friday, like Monday morning for Raw. Like he's just what in Connecticut, like cutting the grass. <laughs> Uh, taking yeah. a swim like what does he do he's only done this in his entire life like that guy doesn't take sick days or vacation so i i, I would i would really love a camera following him around seeing what the <laughs> he doesn't have is. any interests or hobbies yeah n- lifting yeah eating eating and lifting and it's not like he had, he watches wrestling because he doesn't watch his own product 
He just writes whatever he thinks is. Yeah, he's uh, watching it now. He didn't tune in for yeah. Dynamite. Yeah, he didn't do that. Well, we know his other hobby is having sex with girls he works with and then paying them off with, with corporate Half money. Half his age. Yeah. yeah. And, and paying, paying him for it. <laughs> $12 million. Yeah. Let's really talk about why he had to retire, about this yeah. missing $16 million. In yeah. the... He agreed to pay it back, Ken. <laughs> but he didn't in the last 20-some years. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah. okay, imagine, okay, we've all worked retail. Oh, my God. <laughs> imagine if I just helped myself to even $16 yeah. from the cash <laughs> register yeah. and somebody saw me do that. Oh, I'll yeah. pay it back tomorrow. Oh, no, yeah. you're fired. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it's a shame um, that that's what you think you can do and get away with. But I, I don't think anybody can really figure out what kind of, what goes on in that fucking guy's mind. He's not a yeah. normal person. Like, he Ooh. lives in a completely different world than anyone lives in. That I think he thinks that he's above the law with a lot of stuff. That, like... You know, yeah, I'm the boss. I think that Mr. McMahon character is not too far from how he really is, and that he can just do this stuff. I can, you know, I can have I can have sex with these girls. I'll just give them some money, give them twelve million, make them shut up, and then like it's just gonna go away. You know, I saw an article somewhere where that twelve million dollars to what his net worth is is like somebody who makes a hundred thousand dollars a year paying seven hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, the the cheapest people are the richest people, man. You know. Yeah, rich for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Did you listen to uh, either the Cornette podcast this week? I did. I like how he pointed out that he was a good guy until the company went public and he, the the wealth went to his head and he thought he could do whatever he wanted after that. Yeah, because Cornette always... debts and everything. And... He always talked good about him and said that, like, you know, Vince was always a likable guy. Good guy, but I think he really got got. He was the him. cool high school principal. Yeah, that's what how he would describe him. He could go to him with your problems, and if he had to put you in line, he did. But he generally got got along with people. He said it was after the he made all that money from the the buyout because he still owns eighty percent of the company. Yeah, he does in shares. He doesn't have that liquid income, but he still has all that share in the company. Yeah. So even if the board of directors did want to, like, all right, let's get this guy out of here completely, it's going to be tough because of the influence he has just in that. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and I, I you know, and I feel bad because, like, not like I feel bad for him. He did this to himself. It's just, you know, a, a person who's one of the most influential, important people in the history of professional wrestling. This is in our of, world. This is kind like of how. You, it goes down. He's like top five. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, mm -hmm. And then it looked like... Uh, I. Th it seems like Bruce Pritchard isn't going to have much power there. Laurinaitis no, is gone. He's and, gone. And I, 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 a lot of people know that Triple H fucking hates Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much said that Kevin Dunn's out. Yeah. That, I think, will be the best thing to happen to that company. Did you ever see Triple H when he was on Austin's podcast and they tried to end the podcast and Triple H got mad, took a shot at Kevin Dunn? Did you ever see that clip? No. Uh -uh. That's been going around now. They're like, look who's in there. <laughs> because in the, do you know what I'm talking about, bro? No, but I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to look it up now. In the clip, he's like, says like, what do you mean we got to go? And Austin's like, they're in my ear saying, you know, we're done. He's like, we got 10 more minutes. We got more stuff to talk about. And he's like, 
I'm just saying they're in my ear telling me we got to wrap it up. He's like, hey, I'm in control here. And he's like, is it who I think it is? And he's like, he's like, he's like, is it, is it Vince? He's like, no, it's done. He's like, oh, so it is who I think it is. He's like, he looks at the camera. He's like, we'll quit when I'm done. Okay. He's like, that, that's what we're doing because I'm in charge. And, and he's like, and if he has a problem with it, you know, I'll handle it. He's like, let's talk for 10 more minutes. And Austin's like, all right. Uh, he's the more. one person with an executive position in wrestling that I've never heard a single person say anything positive about him. Yeah, Cornette fucking hates him. He goes off about Kevin Dunn. Vince Russo hates him. Yeah. Bruce Pritchard has taken shots at him on his show before he went back to the WWE. Yeah. Like, every wrestler hated him. Like, he was just a sniveling yes man to Vince, and that's the only reason he hung on to his job all those years. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, Cornette telling a story this week on his show, and he was talking about that, and he said, uh, um, he's like, this one time we were there, and he was like, you need bigger boobies. And he's like, and Vince would laugh because he thought the word boobies was funny. And he's like, man, he sounds like <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> he was telling some wrestler, your boobies are too small. You need bigger boobies. Like, well, didn't it come out this week, too, that like he didn't think that Becky Lynch was attractive enough to be a, a champion on WWE? Yeah, television? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he didn't think she was hot enough. She needed bigger movies. How is that, A, relevant to her being a good enough wrestler to draw people in? And, and Becky's B, a gorgeous woman. What are they talking about? I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know. And C, have we ever seen Kevin Dunn? Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> I mean, come on. Becky's beautiful, and she's a hell of a wrestler. And he didn't like that she had an accent either. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I'm excited if he has gone to see what Triple H and Stephanie could do. I would hope that... I would hope... I mean, you know, the rumor mills are crazy, but you don't know what to believe in. But I, I think a guy like Gargano would go back if he knew Triple H was in charge, because he loves him. Yeah. I think a lot of these guys would come back. And it totally spooked Tony Khan, because you see what that... Cokehead maniac started tweeting about going going like a lunatic after all these rumors are flying around. I don't know why he doesn't stay off Twitter. First, his response to McMahon retiring was so stupid, and it made him look like yeah. an ass. And people were like, what's wrong with you? Like That was such an opportunity, I felt, for him to be like, either say nothing or go... Oh, congrats, Vince, on a great career, you know, enjoy your retirement, yeah. whatever. Instead, he's like, look who's the longest reigning CEO of wrestling. It's me. Like, his dad had to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, quit acting <laughs> like a 20-year-old a on Twitter. Yeah. You think his dad gives two shits about what he's doing? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And then, and then he Probably came not. out and said, um, you know, people sign contracts with me. For like years, they can't just leave and go to another company because they I have them under contract. So this this stuff that they can just go to another company is totally false. And we were like, "Geez, calm down! You're over <coughs> you're yelling on Twitter that you own people for the next five years. Like, where's that coming from? Is that from his own locker room of people talking, saying? Oh yeah, well look at the whole thing that went down with this weekend with Tolly Blanchard and Jonathan Gresham. Like, everybody likes to think that Tony Khan is this great boss and never does anything wrong. We're starting to see a little bit behind the curtain. If you're yeah. not one of his favorites, you just don't matter. If you're not Jericho and is here. But yeah, yeah Tully just up and quit. And then yeah. uh, Grisham was mad because he lost. But, um, 
yeah, it's it, and there's a lot of moving parts going on, a lot of things. I mean, every week, night now, Bray Wyatt's trending and all these other people, you know. Is Triple H bringing back people? Is he not? You know, I, I don't think there's anything major happening until they get through SummerSlam and get all these Vince stories wrapped up and then see what he does. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess Malachi Black wanted a shorter contract with AEW whenever he first signed, just in case Vince left. Really? Because he said he'd go back immediately if Vince well, wasn't there. Because those are Triple H guys. <laughs> I mean, Malachi Black and... and uh, and Murphy and all these other dudes, a lot of them were Gargano, Champa. They were all Triple H guys. Keith mm -hmm. Lee, Adam Cole. Adam Cole loves Triple H and Shawn Michaels. So I'm sure yep. a lot of them are like, eh, you know, maybe. maybe How long do you think Triple H will hold both those positions? That's a lot for one person. Especially a guy with a heart problem. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But... I wish well, he, he won't be like the others. He'll actually hire a team. I think he will mm -hmm. too. I think he knows what he's doing, and I think that I think I hope that he gives either Michaels full reign of NXT, and they stop all their Vince shit that he wanted to do down there, and start making that what it was before. I can see it becoming a legitimate third brand that people will care about yeah. under Triple H. Yeah. You know, so it's it's interesting to see what they do. I mean, uh, you know, Stephanie opened SmackDown. She came out and gave her hoo raw speech for her dad, which she has to do. But what about this Brock Lesnar stuff? Do you believe any of this was true? Uh, it's hard to say. If it was a work, it was brilliant because it got me to watch the whole show. The rumor was that he stormed out and said, if Vince isn't here, I'm fucking gone. And he left. And that Heyman and a couple other people got him back. <laughs> and then he appeared at the end of the show. Because um, right away, people went nuts and were like, the WWE better start shitting on Lesnar like they did Sasha and Naomi. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, should do, they should treat it the same, but then he showed up. I'm like, <laughs> and then they're still saying it, and I'm like, but he came back. Like, you know, yeah. did he even leave in the first place? We don't even know if he left in the first place. <laughs> I, I, right. I don't think Lesnar's going to walk away from that kind of money. Now, he may be done after SummerSlam. Maybe he doesn't want to work. But yeah, yeah, a guy like him is weird like that. Like, he only talks to a few people and Vince was one of those people yeah I would be okay if Brock Lesnar went away for a little while I mean you know he gets a pop when he comes back but like it's the same thing over and over he doesn't never wrestles anyone different now you know no do you imagine a conversation between TK and Lesnar <laughs> <laughs> trying to give him a hug after he signed him <laughs> Uh, so, um... Yeah, you never ask any, anybody hush money for those hugs, at least. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, not yet, yeah. <laughs> um, so to wrap up WWE stuff, um... Yeah, like I said, I felt like Raw felt a little different. Maybe it's just in my head, maybe it's true, but... It seemed like a lot of the nonsense was out. And I really enjoyed the teaming of Styles and Ziggler. I thought that match with Alpha Academy was... was it, it felt different to me. Like, they let that match go for a while. It wasn't some stupid, dumb finish. Because all four of those guys can go, and they should be given the chance to do that instead of the stupid comedy all the time. Ziggler got a clean win, you know. Um, Roman obviously helped pop that show coming out in the beginning and then wrestling at the end. He, that's why that show did two million, was mostly people turning in to see what it was going to be like and having your bigger star on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this, the Mysterio speech was good. 
when he talked about Eddie and everything like that. That was good. Yeah. And then he got the shit beat out of him <laughs> at his party. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I love that uh, Rhea Ripley had an I'm Your Poppy shirt on. I know. And she just kept beating up Rey Mysterio. Maybe Rey will fight her. (laughs) I guess Edge was supposed to be there, but he missed his flight. Oh, really? His flight got canceled or something stupid like that, because that's what's been going on all over the place. I imagine he'll do something with the Judgment Day or something like that. I hope he just comes back and, like, takes it back over. Well... He's got all the evil stuff in his little videos that they do. Mm-hmm. Evil stuff. Evil things. Um, I didn't watch much of NXT. I was working that night, so I only caught a little bit of it. Did you brock it off? I watched it. It was a typical, I don't care about any of these guys or what they're doing. And Yeah. That was about it. The only thing of note that I thought was kind of funny was uh, Alondra Blaze took the... Uh, women's t- uh, tag title out of the garbage and gave it to Roxanne Perez. Yeah, they had her out to do that. Medusa. <laughs> the only match I caught that was alright was uh, Andre Chase and Giovanni. They had a pretty good, decent fight. Yeah. Both those guys can wrestle pretty good. It's just their gimmicks are really... Their gimmicks are so stupid. Yeah. Like, that guy's a good wrestler, that Giovanni eventually, but drop that dumb name. Uh-huh. And just let him... Re- I do like him with the beard, though. What's with all the name changes again? Was his was he using his real name too? I don't know. I, I mean, I forget his real name. What the name he used before? Fabian Eichner. Maybe everybody's going to get last names or first names back. I hope so. Because that is so stupid. Theory. Yeah. So maybe he'll get his Austin back, and Tommaso will get his first name back. It ain't happening. Some You're probably just... right. You guys are all thinking anything's going to change with that company. It's not. <laughs> but why do you think it's not if he's really gone? You don't think it could change? No, I don't. I think it's too embedded in the culture of that place. To quote the great Brock Atkinson, you know, it's the culture that was created. True. <laughs> so I, I honestly don't think much is going to change. See, I, I, I don't know. If, he, if, he's not, if he's around, yeah, I could see that. But if he's not, I think Triple H has a different vision. And I think Triple H was really hurt. When his vision got destroyed. I think if he has power in say so, I think he's the kind of guy that could change a culture. I don't think Stephanie would change the culture, but I don't think she'll stand in her husband's way if he wants to. I Especially don't think that he it, has a say in it. I don't think he is in charge. I think well, she is. And well, I mean, I if he's it, called the head of creative and the head of talent relations, or if that's just for fake, then yeah, it's not going to change. But if that's a real job, then he's going to have a say. You know? But isn't isn't Steph acting CEO of the entire company? Yeah. She's co-CEO. Okay. Co-CEO. Oh, okay. With uh, Nick Khan. She's the chairwoman of the board, though. I just, I, mean, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. When when they have the ability before. to screw something up, they're going but to. But we've talked about this <laughs> before when Vince was in charge. It was always the same. It never changed because we knew Vince would never do something cool. But if he really is gone and they don't want him back, the board, and he ends up in jail because he could end up in jail, I mean, there's a big chance that he may go to jail. That's not even like a lie. Then I I don't see how it couldn't change, especially if it's led by... Poor Jerry McDevitt. He was trying to retire. Uh, Not anymore. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. I I, uh, hope it proves you wrong. I, I, I believe in Triple H. I saw what he did 
with the gold, black and gold man. And I saw how he made it, to me, the best wrestling show at, at its time. And tried to integrate these guys to the main roster, and Vince crushed every single one of them that came from there. Because I don't think he ever liked that his son-in-law was doing better than him and making yeah. something that people liked and something that was hot. So, we will see. I hope for the best. Because there's a lot of talented people there, and I think I would like I would like to see them succeed. And if you're looking at it from a standpoint of um, business, a show that people were like, "All right, this is the this is the first Raw. Vince is in here. Triple H is here. It did t almost two million. If you're the USA, yeah, but you you also just said that the reason that they did two million dollars is because Roman Reigns was on the main event and was on the show, which he hasn't really been on Raw for how since he hasn't been Raw, on that one since we were there. Right? Yeah, Pittsburgh before WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll be on more. Well, I mean, yeah, if your your champion actually shows shows up for a show, yeah, you might get some viewers. Like it's <laughs> all right. Well, I I believe in him, and I think if he can do it, he's the only person that can. I hope so. They need him to because I've never been this disinterested. Yeah, yeah. In wrestling in general, as I am right now. Me too. So we'll see. All right, let's move over across the brand to. Um, did anybody watch uh, ROH show this past weekend? Mm -hmm. Looks like it's pretty poorly uh, uh, attended as well, which is a shame. But I heard the matches were good. I did not get a chance to watch anything. Well, I think it's hard to promote a, a pay per view for a, for something that doesn't have its own show to develop these feuds. Instead of in the main event, you're not allowed to feature half of the main event on your main programming. Yeah, and yeah, you only seriously. do them on backstage segments of AEW, Dynamite, and Rampage. I mean, I, I'm still giving Tony the benefit of the doubt that he is working on an ROH brand, but it needs its own show. It needs a network. It does. It, so it, many stupid belts on Dynamite. Now they're adding three new ones. <laughs> yeah, and which you know we'll get to that. In, we'll get that in a minute here. But if they get these ROH belts off Dynamite and on their own show, I think Dynamite will be fine with the belts it has. Like mm -hmm. it has, it, it's enough to keep people interested in storylines going. As long as you don't have the Black Hole Combat Club that has everybody's a world champion from a different brand in it, you know, like <laughs> you gotta you gotta get them on their own show. Mm -hmm. Which I think you know would be good, but you know we'll see what they do. Um, Telly Blanchard did leave. Um, I don't know who Prince Nana Nana is. Nana. Nana, but he took over that group, which I don't think Brian Cage was too happy about it because he was thinking <laughs> about it all night long, and now they're the embassy. Yeah. Well, that was their, that was an ROH thing before. Right. Yeah, he's just get some billionaire heir or something like that. Yeah, he mm -hmm. got rich, and now he's, he got the embassy. Uh, but yeah. I, I think uh, Cage was pretty pissed off about it, it sounded like. Well, I mean, Cage... He pissed at Tully, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't know what's up with Tully. I mean, I... I I, Tully Blanchard's just retire. I mean, I, I don't think we're. What's he else is he gonna do? You know. I like Tully, but I mean, we're you know, go get a Legends contract. Show up every once in a while for a, a Raw anniversary. <laughs> a four Horsemen reunion. <laughs> yeah, go do that. You could be in the video game. Um, <coughs> Claudio beat Jonathan Gresham, and he's a ROH champion, which was that's good for him because that was something that escaped him when he was there before. Uh huh. Um, 
And then Jonathan Gresham got really mad and wants to quit and and was really and I I felt people were really mean to this guy calling him short. I know he's short. That's nothing. That's his fault that he's short. Say it to his face. The, the guy is still <laughs> yeah. in amazing shape and he's a great talent and he's a hell of a worker and he's in hell of shape. I mean. You know the the stuff he was getting the short jokes were really awful. Wrestling fans can be really awful. I love how you can body shame a man, and no matter what what it is, and you can get away with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like, it's bullshit. And like you said, this guy would kick most of their asses in in real life <laughs> if uh, they would actually say yeah. it. So I don't know. I get his beef. Did you read his statement? Yeah, that Tony never spoke to him ever. No, never. <laughs> Never He's like, and then you give me 12 minutes to, lo- to lose a title I'd held for two years. Yeah, and he never reached out to him. He never spoke to him. He could never get any time with him. Mm-hmm. He didn't see any value. It wasn't that he lost the matches. That the, he basically, you know, they, they went on first, and then they were given 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, they put a couple scrub shows on before, and then he, he was the first title to be defended, though. Those are all pre-show matches. They opened the actual pay-per-view. Yeah. So I understand his frustration. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe he'll go to Impact or New Japan or come to NXT. Who knows? My question is, how is a guy that's signed to a, clearly a, a somewhat of a long contract if he needs to be released from it, never have any communication with the person that's offering him the contract? That's a very good question. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't understand that. I mean, well, Joey yeah. Janela and Marco Stunt have said the same thing. They said they just stopped going to TV and their checks would still cash every week because they, nobody communicated with them what to do. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, I know that there's trying to get a show. If you're going to try to get a show, do you want to market your champion as Cesaro? And I have nothing against Jonathan Gresham. I think he's a good wrestler. Um, I liked his stuff when it was him and Jay Lethal tagging together. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, if you're trying to sell a show and sell superstars, I feel like XWWE guys are going to sell better to people that know, you know. Yeah, than... yeah. I agree totally. I get that I mean, too. If you're starting a new ROH program, I think the face of the show, Claudio as the face of the show, is a great idea. Yeah. Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him. You know, mm-hmm. he has WWE stars tweeting congratulations to him. You know, like, yeah. he's super popular. So I'm fine with that. I just, yeah, I think it's pretty fucked up that a guy who, for the company that you bought and he's their champion, that he doesn't get a phone call from the boss <laughs> saying, hey, here's what we have in mind for you, you know, or whatever. But um, next we have Wheeler Yuta beat Daniel Garcia. Uh, Mercedes Martinez beat Serena Deeb. Uh, Samoa Joe retained. Everyone else retained over Jay Lethal. And then the um, FTR beat the Briscoes 2-1 in a... In a uh, two out of three falls match to retain those titles as well. Um, I heard people were mixed on it. Some people said it was better than the first one. Other people said it wasn't. Uh, I didn't get to see any of it. Me neither, but I've heard a lot of people say match of the year. Because their first one was pretty damn good, too. Mm-hmm. It's hard to top that one. Yeah, it is. Adding the two out of three falls stipulation, I guess, is a way to try and do that. But I'm kind of annoyed that they should have had the Briscoes win this one so they could do a third. I I agree, but I don't think you're ever going to get I think they're going to run with FTR as long as they can as as their champs. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, but, but from a booking standpoint. Now they're in the clear. Every AEW star holds all the ROH belts. 
Mm -hmm. there's, there's none left. Grisham was the last one left. Yeah. Well, there, well, there's still ROH Trios titles out there, but I don't... They were defended, too, but I don't even know anybody that was in that fucking match, so I don't think... Uh, well, Dalton Castle and the boys, but I... I um. I also don't think that that was the last, like the trios championships when ROH folded. That wasn't either of those teams. That was no. It was like Shane Taylor Incorporated, and they got rid of those guys. So because they suck. So yeah. There is talks that um, the Briscoes are going to get signed to the new ROH. There is talks. They already did. I, they already did. Oh okay. So yeah, and, and it also says AEW appearances too. So I guess they could do pay per view, just nothing on Turner Broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he said, was it? It was Jay Briscoe, right? Yep. He tweeted some things. You know, it was ten years ago. He made amends for it. They were very homophobic things. Mm -hmm. At the time he tweeted them, they probably weren't even considered that controversial. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, he didn't do any like homophobic slurs. Or whatever he just no. was talking about his faith and what he believed in, and he didn't think whatever was right. He didn't want his kids to be exposed to it, and he had an opinion that he probably shouldn't have put on Twitter at the time. And it, it was years ago. He apologized. He gave money to them. Yeah, he set up a charity. I mean, at what point can we fucking forgive people that maybe right. once in a while you don't say the, the the right thing doesn't come out of your mouth? You know. Like, yeah, I, I feel Christ. for the guy. Like, yeah, he shouldn't have said these things or posted them on the internet. But he he didn't just come and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that." He went a step further and you know set up a charity, like spoken out against homophobia and all this stuff, and admitted that he was wrong. But yet they'll put a guy who you know did seven years in prison for a bank robbery more recently yeah. than this this whole tweet went out on yeah. their main event on their yeah, television. You can program. have that fucking piece of shit on your show. And, and and let him wrestle with pizza cutters and cut people and all that. But God forbid this guy's on. It, it, it's insanity is what it is. It's total insanity. I mean, everyone makes mistakes. If he just, if he put dug his heels in and said, I'm not going to apologize for that. That's my opinion. That's my right. Okay, then you don't, you're not going to be on our TV. But he's made every effort to make this right. Yeah. You know, what he said far pales in comparison to what Sammy Guevara said yes, about it, Sasha Banks, and he's on TV every week. And if you go read most people on there, you see a lot of people from the LGBT community going, oh, bring the Briscoes in. I don't, we're, we're all right. He apologized. Mm -hmm. It's an exec that has, like, that's pissed yeah. off about it or whatever. Like, come on, man. You got to get over it. Christ. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't... You're not going to lose sponsors by bringing in Jay Briscoe, but you're going to lose sponsors... You keep throwing people through fucking barbed wire and slicing John Moxley's heads over open every fucking week. Every single match. All right, so um, let's talk about John Moxley. Then we'll go to Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite started with Moxley versus Roosh. Roosh. And it's your typical Moxley match. He's bleeding by the end. I I, I just I, I don't care. People were like it was it was a decent match. I fast forward through most of it. I couldn't. I can't with him anymore. It's the yeah. same thing over and over and over, over and over, yep. and over with the way he wrestles. And then we were so happy because Moxley's next opponent is Chris Jericho. And Jericho, yay. yay, and Jericho came out. <laughs> and did you hear what um, 2.0 said when they came out? Mm -hmm. did you you caught right. that, Brock, right? 
I, I must not have registered with me as being that they important. Said, <laughs> they said, uh, you know, we're the Jericho Appreciation side. Then they said, whatever town they were in, they said, appreciate us. Oh, yeah. So they're trying to steal the Roman thing. and they make They've been of doing it. that for a you couple know, like, weeks. Like, all right, yeah, that's so funny and creative, Chris. That's so wonderful. And, of course, he's in the title picture now. He just doesn't go away, this guy. He doesn't go away. He's just every episode, he's the epicenter of every episode. Shouldn't he be selling the injuries of getting thrown through a barbed wire spider web? He seemed pretty fine. <laughs> I don't know. That's I mean, what bothers me most about AEW. They do all these stupid gimmicky things, but there's never any consequence of it. Yeah. Like, he should take a month off because of those injuries he sustained. That's one of my biggest yeah. problems with this show, is the formatting and the things that they do, they always contradict themselves. The best example of this is they show you Matt and Nick Jackson in the back, and they're talking about the newly announced trios belts, right? And they're mm -hmm. like, we have no more friends. You know, everyone's gone. It's just us. They're talking about how it's just us. And then they do a segment where Adam Page walks in. And I think to myself, well, this is kind of cool. I wouldn't mind seeing Adam Page reunite with the Bucks and that be a uh -huh. trios team. The very next announcement, they're like, next week, Adam Cole and everybody's back. And I'm like, what did you even do that fucking segment for? You mean to tell me that the young bucks who are EVPs didn't know that fucking Adam Cole, their best friend, is back next week? Like, is he wrestling next week? No, they're they're just all back and they're reunited. The undisputed elite, like they made it seem like Adam Cole was gone. They're like, he's gone. Everyone's gone, and we're all alone. Nope, they're all back next week. But being that we're EVPs, we had no fucking idea that our partner was back next week. They do so much shit that makes no fucking sense. Like, and even mm -hmm. in that segment there, I would push that segment. I would make Hangman and the Bucks team up. Get Hangman yeah. away from the goofy Dark Order and make him cool again by putting him with the Bucks. You know, that's that's a good team. He's so stupid with that idiot team, but, you know, I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? I have the no, Hung Bucks. Yeah, I have no well, idea. Give it time. The, the Dark Order's not going to be around much longer. Everyone's either going to be... Not according they're to them, they're here to guys. stay. Yeah. Remember they said, we ain't going anywhere, we're here to stay. Well, half one turns steel, one is here, one's there, so... <laughs> so what did you guys think about the trio's belt? Long overdue. Yeah. And what it is, is it, they should have done it before this ROH trios belt I, I it's i wish there was some stuff that would be like all right AEW is where you can find a trios champion but you know if you want samoa joe to be your television i like a little bit of unique nuance to these shows mm -hmm. to make it have a different feel between roh and aew but yeah i don't know i think it's a good uh, it's good it's definitely better than the mid-atlantic title which isn't even defend it on TV anymore. You have to watch it on Dark or whatever. It's like, the all it's the all Atlantic. The all Atlantic, whatever. So I'm alright with Trio's belts. I think they were long overdue too. They have so many like groups and stables. This is a perfect thing for them to fight over. So Well they just broke up a bunch of the groups and stables. Well, they, they did. They did. <laughs> but um me and Ken both agreed. I think the first inaugural winners of these should be the best friends. In Orange Cassidy? Yeah. I yeah. mean why not? They held your they kept your yeah. company going through the pandemic by wrestling in and out all over the place. Uh, you know, every week, week in, week out, where everybody was gone or hurt or couldn't wrestle. I think they deserve yeah. it, being originals to the show. 
the pudding gang. Yeah, I think you should put it. I think you should put it on them first. I mean, if if Trent Beretta has to walk around in that ridiculous fucking tie dyed outfit, at least put a belt on the guy and, and, and give him a little bit of respect. He looks like a fucking idiot with that outfit. The pudding gang. And I don't know if you noticed, Brock, but don't they really have the three of them acting even more stupid anymore? Like they amped yes. up the stupidity in them. Like, yes. Remember two weeks ago, they were just standing in the hallway practicing high fives with Orange Cassidy? Yes. And then this week, they were carrying him around in the back. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, they can wrestle. Just let them wrestle and be <laughs> and be normal. So, yep. I don't know. Do you think maybe this is a Bucks and Omega or a Bucks and Hangman, Ken? I don't know. I don't think that they... I don't think the Bucks should go anywhere near this. If you have the tag belts, there should be no reason why you are going to even... What they should do is that they should have a tournament for it, and they should have the Young Bucks maybe have Brandon Cutler in it and have FTR screw them over and they don't win their uh, you know, their qualifying match because they've been Brandon Cutler since they don't have any other friends. Yeah. And then they can spiral off Young Bucks, FTR 3, it all out. And then they can have new people in the championship picture for uh, the uh, trios. Yeah. It should be, for the trios, it should be you could do uh, best friends with Orange and then who's the heel team? Well, you, you have call, yeah. you have Adam Cole coming back with Cole, with Fish and O'Reilly, so you have the undisputed error right there. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if you want them to have the trios belts first. I don't well, know. I, I mean, they don't have to win it, but they should be in that tournament. They're they're they obviously a three man group. Uh, the House of Black, the House of Blacks, a three man group. They have a ton of three man groups, but I'm just trying to think of some ones. You know, you can have the le- leftovers of the Dark Order. You know, the Dark some Order stuff. will definitely have a team. Uh, for sure, um, I definitely think you'll see uh, probably Jericho's group competing it. You'll probably have 2.0 and Daniel Garcia competing it. Uh, yeah. Whatever Eddie Kingston's doing, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of groups that they can put together. Well, Eddie Kingston's. I mean, Santana's out for like eight, six, to eight months. So. Yeah, not him. You have the Gun Club with Billy Gunn. They can do them. Yeah. Yeah. So then we move on to uh, which I thought Brock was some of the stupidest booking I've seen in a long time. You make a big deal about Danhausen. Everyone loves Danhausen, and he wrestled for thirty seconds and got pinned. I mean, is, mm-hmm. is he just? Is that what he is? Is a he's a, a joke to them. He's just a joke jobber. To jo- he's a he's a name that had some buzz. So Tony went out and bought him with all his money, and it's just not going to do anything with him. I mean, he got he got squashed in twenty seconds. It wasn't even a match. And then Starks calls out somebody else, and of course Hook comes out. And again, couldn't you have dragged this out a little bit and did something with it? Mm-hmm. And instead, Hook comes out and then beats Ricky Starks in 30 seconds. Like, <laughs> it was like two squash matches, and then they try to put Ricky Starks over as like, he's going to have this breakout moment, and then Hobbs turns on him. The best team they've had, one of the better, more likable villain teams is Hobbs and Starks. And now he turned on him too. I'm like, what happened here? This is like throwing up ideas all in a span of two minutes here. Yep. I mean, I don't. good for Hook that he has a belt that they claim doesn't mean anything, but it's fucking defended every week. So, I, I you know, I guess it's, you know, I don't know. Is there even a Team Taz anymore? I guess not. Because they would have been a three-man group. But, uh, yeah, Hook has that belt now, and 
And I don't know what Ricky's going to do. Ricky's a heel. Uh, Ricky's a good guy now, I guess. I guess. Um, then you had Dante versus Sammy Guevara, and this was fine. I just don't really like Sammy Guevara anymore, but, you know, the match was fine. What do you think about mm-hmm. this? It was all right. Sammy Guevara is the most, one of the most annoying people there now. They've ruined that guy. Him with Ty mm-hmm. Conte. It's just so obnoxiously uh, ridiculous. Yeah. What did you think about the Jungle Boy promo? Sucked. (laughs) (laughs) But he said pussy, and everybody popped because he swore. All he did was say five swear words in a row to try to get over. The rest of it was absolute fucking nonsense. Mm -hmm. It was dumb. And I don't know what they did with Luchasaurus, but that was another great booking decision. You actually had people giving a shit about, like, this heel (laughs) monster, and now he's just, well, uh, he's friends with me again, and he doesn't say anything. He just stood there like a bump on a log. It was, so it was so Have you seen the clips of this yet, this interview, Ken? Nope. Of course, they talked about his dead dad. And, of course, Jungle Boy said that he was burying his own father. He was digging the hole to put his dad in. And I'm like, what? And then he got interrupted. I'm like, who's writing this? Why would somebody be digging their own hole to bury their dead parent in? Like, that's what you do in the Perry family? I guess. Why did they wait three years to do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so it's so stupid. Uh, it, it, just some of the things that they do there. T- Tony, um, what's his name? The, what's the announcer's name? Tony Schiavone. He's either in the ring or he's up at the thing. Then he's back in the ring. He's like teleports around that place. <laughs> Hiring an in-ring interviewer or something, for Christ's sakes. And then I didn't really understand why Swerve had to be in a, in a handicap match. I didn't get this at all. Yeah. Well, because he threw that cake on Mark Sterling. Yeah, because he threw the cake on him. And then he just beat the shit out of these two idiots. And, and <laughs> yeah. Hottest free agent in wrestling, Tony yeah. Nese. <laughs> yeah. Um, I fast-forward through Thunder Rosa versus this chick. I didn't care. I did, too. And then the final match, I don't know what's going on now. Now I'm completely confused. So Brian Danielson returns from injury. He fights Daniel Garcia, who just lost to Wheeler Yuta, and they didn't want to, like, give him a belt or do anything there. And the whole match, Danielson sells like he has concussion problems. Is that what I took from this? Is that what you got from this? I think that's what they're trying to do. Ken, I know you didn't see it, but in the middle of match, all of a sudden Danielson dropped to a knee and was holding his head. And then Brian... And then... Garcia would go over and start beating up, and then, like, Jericho would go, oh, that's all those concussions over the years. And I'm like, when did he start having knees? I thought he left because his fucking knee got trapped in the ring and he had knee problems. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I well, that, that's why he got kicked out of WWE for a few years was because of concussions. Yeah. yeah. So they started really, like, it was almost a work. They kept He kept selling this concussion that I didn't know he had, and then Daniel Garcia beats him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not only did he beat him, but he passed him out. I'm like, you know, Wheeler Yuta beats him. And I think they've absolutely fucking ruined Brian Danielson, who was one of the best things they had going on that show. I don't know what they're doing. I know a lot of people were saying he's putting over young talent. I think Daniel Garcia is not the talent that gets to beat Brian Danielson with the run he was having and the way he was. He was so over in that company as, like, this wrestler. Even though Danielson isn't as big as Lesnar, 
he had like a Lesnar presence to him. Like he destroyed the whole Dark Order. He was going to hurt people. You know what I mean? Like he, mm -hmm. he had to join with Moxley because they're so violent. And then he looked like like fragile in this match and took a pin and passed out. Like I, I don't. Is this an angle or is the guy really can't go? Like I'm so confused by the booking here. So confused. I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. It's got to be a booking thing. Like, you know, he might need more time off for his knee. Maybe just wrestle the match and want to at least get some of it through. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think Daniel Garcia is okay, but I I don't – I see a lot of other talent on that roster that you could be giving a rub like that to instead of – because Danielson – I mean, the only person he lost to was Hangman. I, I don't – I didn't get that booking at all. Moxley never loses to anybody, but you know this is the first loss for the Blackpool Combat Club. I didn't think it was going to come from Daniel Garcia. I was completely stunned. <laughs> Who's been in like seven main events this year, by the way? <laughs> yeah, he did in more main events than any, than like anybody I've met on that roster. How many have you met on that roster, Don? That you need a lot. To know? I've met a lot of people <laughs> on that roster. So I don't know. It was really strange. Um, then there was some stuff backstage that. I guess Darby is still going to fight Brody Lee. How many times is he going to get murdered by this guy? Now he's going to have a coffin match. Is, yep. this, is this his formula that everyone kicks his ass and then he beats them in a coffin match? Because this is what they did with Andrade. Is this all we do with Darby Allen now? Mm -hmm. You murder oh, him. Yeah. He even got beat up at, at Comic-Con. He got the shit kicked out of him at Comic-Con. Because <laughs> the match last week, he got his ass kicked in that match. He did. He was getting choked and strung out over the ring, and that that finishing move that Brody Lee, or Brody Lee that Brody King did to him, it looked like he murdered him. <laughs> but now he's getting now he wants a coffin match. What's well, a match that uh, what's his name can win without having to pin Brody? Yeah, that's his. That's his. That's how he does it. I think Darby Allen. They need to do. They need to change something with that guy. And Miro, I think, is, is going to feud with Malachi, apparently, because they're both mad and they're dark about Jesus and God and stuff like that. <laughs> they're going to feud or they're going to be friends? I they're guess gonna they're going to feud. and We don't know why. I mean, we didn't talk last week, but last week on the show, Sting and Darby Allen are getting the shit kicked out of him by the House of Black minus Buddy Murphy. We don't know where he's at. And uh, he, had an, he had a booking in Australia. And the House of Black were kicking their ass, and then Miro came out. And just stood there and played his music. He didn't save anybody. He just stood there and played his music. And made Malachi mad. So, I don't know. I think that Tony needs to find someone to book these shows for him. He's the booker of the year. Why would he do that? I don't get it. I think he needs to find... I think he needs to stop listening to Chris Jericho. He has a fully talented roster. He has a devoted fan base. You have a real opportunity. He's had opportunity in the past couple months here where WWE's been pumping out shit to like do something better. And, and the only way he breaks a million viewers is when he has a blood and guts pay-per-view type match. He needs, some he needs somebody that knows what he's doing or to come up with something better. And I don't think he's getting that advice from Jericho. No. Jericho's going through a midlife crisis or something. I don't even think he listens to the Bucks because, I mean, they were creative guys when they were doing their own thing and the stuff that they come up with. I don't even think he listens to them. 
Well, they're not. I don't know if they lost their creative touch too, because being the elite's almost unwatchable anymore. Well, so. They have all those idiots yeah. over there now. It was all Kenny. It was just cool to see what you couldn't see other places, so you saw it there. Now, yeah. So for the week, uh, to wrap it up with ratings here, SmackDown was two point three, Raw was around two, uh, NXT still six hundred. Uh, the AW side, 435 for Rampage and 976 for Dynamite. So it went up a little bit from last week. But there you go. I don't know. Really confusing show. Really confusing show. But we got Trio's belts, so. Yeah. And there's going to be another tournament. Yep. But they didn't let us know who's in it yet, so we'll see. But the finals are in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. The finals are at All Out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, is that September? Yep. Labor, I think it's Sunday. Well, no, is it Saturday? Well, whatever, whatever Saturday, time All Out is, Triple H is running an NXT show at the same time. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. Counterbooking. Yep. So All it's right. already started. It's already starting. All right. Well, that's about it for this week in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be more interesting stuff, news breaking here. and It'll break as soon as about an hour or two after we sign off. That is true. Yep. 100%. All right. Take us out. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends, and have a great evening. Later. Later.